Welcome to this week's Silk Grassroots Podcast, the Amateur Footballer, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Amateur Footballer Podcasts with me, Tabriz, the host, the creator of the Amateur Football Platform. Thank you to, to Selk, the Selk team, for allowing me to speak absolute rubbish sometimes. Thank you. I don't have that pleasure. So thank you for allowing me to do this. So this episode, I was, you know, again, I was kind of thinking... I was thinking a lot about this and I was thinking, hmm, you know, what can I talk about? And again, you know, I I can like to talk about things that I have experience in that, you know, because um, it's only fair, you know, regarding me talking about certain things. I'm I'm not an expert in, in a lot of stuff. Even in football, I'm not an expert. Even in content creation, I'm not an expert. But, uh, you know, uh, I've, uh, I've experienced certain things and, you know, I just... Again, this is probably just a platform, an opportunity for me to to actually talk to you guys. And I was thinking, I was thinking, you know what? Let me talk a little bit about Vets football, you know, and my own experiences with Vets football and how I got into Vets football. Uh, and and again, just, you know, little little bit, bits and bobs. So anyway, now. So, I was kind of playing open age uh, football, and hey, I you know I had a I had a kind of good good time playing playing open age, and I had a friend that was kind of badgering me. I was kind of getting close to my you know thirty uh, you know thirty fifth birthday, and he was badgering me, badgering me, you know badgering me. But I just honestly, I, I just wasn't interested. You know the perception of vets football for me was literally really old men walking around you know thinking you know they were kind of back in their heyday just kicking crap out actually keeping kicking crap out of each other just did not interest me at all so um you know i kind of stayed in you know kind of open age football uh for uh an additional year so yeah I think I was going on 36 and he was like look come and join my team hey you know what honestly like if you don't like it you know of course like you're more than free to to literally move and to kind of do do like something else so I was like okay you know what that's that's unfair enough and of course at the time I was uh, at a team called Norton um, a lot of you guys would uh, probably no, and you know I was kind of, um, of course you know not you know not in through and through, no like a lot of their players, management and it's like okay well you know if it's kind of time for me to go now, um, it's you know I think it's just time you know, we had a Saturday team, and you know a lot of the better players were going and I was thinking you know what do I really want to go through this cycle of new players because again I was kind of still managing I was playing as well I was thinking you know what do I really want to go through this whole this whole thing again 
So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me kind of get back to playing. So like I went. Uh, and uh, getting with the team that I joined at the time, which I'm still with now, but originally they were called Peckham Town. So I went there. And it goes on the truth. I was, you know, like I got there and I looked around and I was looking for my friend that literally invited me here. And I couldn't see him. I'm like, well, if he's inviting me and I don't see him here, like, what the hell's going on? So anyway, now, like I trained with like that team. So literally what it was is that like, um, he wasn't playing for the A team and I didn't realise that he was inviting me to play for the B team. I didn't realise that. So he wasn't there. I'm like, okay. Well, I thought I'd be here with the A team, but hey, I'm here. So I trained, um, trained well, I think, and yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of a little bit peeved off. I'm like, well, why you invite me to a team and you're not gonna be here? Like that, you know? Hey, like at least, at least kind of give me a warning. But hey, you know what? I literally enjoyed the training session, and then the more I got involved, the more I enjoyed it. I thought, okay, you know, it's not really the perception that I originally thought that the players again you know getting very very fit um, and I'd say a lot of them could actually still play open age football anyway now so like we play uh, and I you know again I didn't really think anything of it um, I didn't really look at any of the opposition um, I didn't really think it you know I honestly like I thought okay you know what this is this is probably time for me to probably start slowing down in terms of um, not not kind of really looking for, I'd say, awards or trophies, but again, just to kind of get back to, I'd say, in enjoying playing again. You know, it's been you know, I'd say I was kind of literally out of the game for about three to three to five years, and the player was just managing. So this is you know, I thought, okay, this is this is like a great opportunity. So anyway, now of course, the team starts winning, um, and not just winning, winning convincingly. And again, I was kind of looking at the opposition. I was thinking, wow, okay, is this the opposition that we're going to be facing week in, week out? Okay, we've started off in a lower division, but hey, is this what it is? Like we were just, you know, really just giving teams a good hiding. And you know, season upon season upon season. You know, um, I'd say, of course, it's like the quality of the team got better, um, changing of names, and of course, changing of opposition. And of course, within all this time, I'm creating content. Because, of course, you know, this kind of coincides with uh, the whole amateur football journey. And yeah, I was, you know, again, I was kind of filming the games. I didn't really think nothing of it. But, you know, in my head, I was, you know, still looking at a lot of the open edge teams, like I still do now. But, you know, that was really my kind of, I'd say, my kind of focal point. So, you know, again, certain things start to grow and grow and grow. And again, I'm not going to talk about, like, the whole journey, but where we are right now. And, you know, I've kind of spoken to a lot of people about this. And, as you know, and... uh I didn't realize until I'd say recently how competitive vets football is. 
especially at, definitely at the higher divisions. There's no disrespect to the lower divisions of 100%, but definitely Division 1, Division 2, the quality of the teams and the players, a lot of people would be surprised. And I didn't take notice until, you know, really, really take notice probably until the beginning of this year, maybe. Um, and, you know, I was like, you know, rather than me going out and looking at open edge teams, and again, open edge teams have, I mean, the uh, amount of talent and, you know, the teams that are doing great stuff in open age is just unbelievable. However, those, you know, from kids to boys, boys to men, and then now men to 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 master's age, you know, these these men now have the now have the wisdom of of social media, of of still wanting to win games and trophies, you know. Um, vets football is, you know, it's not looked upon as a as a as like almost like a retirement league. You know, this this whole new age of vets football, in my eyes, I mean, it's so competitive. It's really competitive. You you have players that have won numerous trophies at pro level, semi-pro level, grassroots level, and I've turned, you know, 34, 35, 35, 36. And these are young, young players that can still play open age. Uh, and they are now coming to vets a lot earlier now. You know, joining a vets team at 35, for me anyway, was a little, you know, was unheard of. You would literally join at 40, 45, now people are literally turning 35 and are either forming their own vets team or joining um, like a vets team. So these are still, you know, quick and agile players in body and also in mind. And, and again, you know, I can kind of only speak on the teams that I know and, the, you know, yeah, and the teams, you know, and the team that I play for. You know, independent, I've gone from... Sh- strength to strength in terms of squad mentality mindset you know you've got to be in a group of you know when you're in a group of people that 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 want to win and win you know, again, again, no light disrespect to anyone else, but literally really want to make a statement, but also do it respectfully, you know, and, you know, if you kind of come from that, that kind of same cloth, then, you know, you are going to be drawn to people like that 100%. And, you know, independent have that. They kind of literally have that in, in abundance. LSU as well, you know, LSU A's, LSU B's, they literally have, have the mentality to literally win and not you know again it's kind of not to win to disrespect anyone else they have ex-pros they have champions in there they have people from different walks of life that that are top that are top in their game and literally they want to replicate that in their 
football career, even at vets level, it is just a different, different, different um, way of way of thinking about certain things, and and honestly, it's it's just opened up my eyes. Teams like Catford now, teams like Santos, teams like Charcoal, teams like Glebe, formerly known as Wombells, who, you know, in terms of what I've known about Vets football, especially in southeast London, you know, Wombells are, you know, they're like the team that, you know, that can literally sit on top of a mountain and say, look, like, until you've win, you know, until you've won X amount of championships and leagues and cups, then you know we are still king of the hill. But there's teams, new new teams that have formed, like Charcoal, that have literally kind of gone straight onto social media. You know, now you can, you know, Charcoal again, and again, this is literally what I've seen, was the first team vets team that I saw you can actually buy a kit you can actually buy the whole kit and they're using charcoal as a brand wow like that is absolutely amazing that is absolutely amazing and then now like there are kind of other teams that are following suit on social media posting their results now coming onto podcasts you know these are highly respected respectful and respected individuals, managers, players, coaches that know so much about football. And again, as I've witnessed, they can literally give any open edge team a run for the money. And you know, not even just a run for the money, because you know literally I think I think that's a you know like a bit of an insult. I would say can actually beat them as well can actually beat a lot of the best open edge teams around because you know what as you get older yes you may lose a yard of pace and people say like you might you know yard of pace this and that but you you know if you know how to position yourself if you can know how to how to kind of uh, communicate and kind of do like the right things you'll never ever lose that you'll never ever ever lose that and you can tell within five ten minutes from the opposition players that have played at that type of level and it's just a different type of feeling these vet i don't want to say vets but these these players that play masters football again like disposable income is probably a lot higher listen like when i was in my teens and even you know in my 20s there was no way i would even think about spending close to 300 pounds on boots i've i spent that already on like boots actually probably more than that you know boots shin pads you know just little things you know again just to kind of you know hopefully get myself in the right you know frame to actually play these these men have disposable incomes that people just do not actually really think you know think about if someone was going to pump a lot of money into or not a lot of money but if like people were actually going to take notice of vets football you would actually see that there's a lot of people within these teams that are you know you know businessmen who who can literally work for themselves that literally earn some really good money that i you know that 
like not only helping their like teams, but they're helping the individuals in the team as well. And again, going like back to the amateur football channel, if you can do watch my channel, I have a show every Sunday, eight you know eight until ten, you know ten to ten or quarter or like quarter to ten, and I and I have a vet segment. I have a vets segment. Everything else can change, but the only thing that's consistent is the vets segment because I know how important this is. I know the potential. I I can see the potential. And I'd say like the more I see certain things, the more I get responses from these these gentlemen that literally DM me and say, you know, thank you for shedding light on my team and to vets football that there's a you know there's a different type of appreciation honestly there's a it's just it's just completely different and again to to the kind of young players that may not reach like that kind of high stand or, or like a goal of i'd say um you know semi-pro or pro level that's going to be around grassroots you you are 20, 25, 26 now. You are even 30. 30 is still young. When you're going to get to 33, 34, start looking around and start looking looking for vets teams around your area. And again, it all depends on how competitive that you want to be. There's some very competitive teams out there. Trust me, I can, I can name five. Five of, yeah, I can name five already. Um, Independent, Charcoal, LSU, Santos, Catford, um, Hollington, Hearn Bay, Glebe. How many is that? That's about eight. Stansfield. Literally, like, these are competitive teams. These are teams that like, have that fire in the belly, that are, that are hungry to... to to play football, to still win trophies. And believe you me, again, if you kind of go to the right Vets game, if you, you know, if you kind of go to the right Vets game, when, you know, people are at it, honestly, it's the best. Honestly, it's one of the best games you will ever see because, you know, again, you are, you are like seeing you know, football players that may not still, you know, that may not be in their prime, but you can still see the quality. They still ooze quality. You know, there's like different things that you'll see. There's, you know, there's kind of different tricks of the trade that a lot of you youngsters just do not know. Like the dark arts of certain things, like the the whole banter on the sideline. Yes, like the youngsters have like banter, but, you know, I was brought up in a kind of generation where like, like the banter on the sideline was just tough. It was, you know, you know, you if you could get through the sideline comments and the and just the roughness, then you know what? You was almost halfway there in terms of being a decent player. And you know, you still have that right now. You still have that at Vets football. So it it's you know, like it's going to grow um, again to like people out there. I know people kind of talk about 
um, of course, Essie Dons and Lambeth All-Stars and whatnot. Lambeth All-Stars have a Vets team. Lambeth All-Stars have a Vets team. Yes, they may not be the best right now, but soon they will literally be one of the teams that people are going to be talking about. Essie Dons, will, I'm sure that they're going to um, invest some time in a, in a, a Vets team. And they're going to be good as well. So a lot of these players that you see now that may be on YouTube, that you may know, they will turn 35 at some stage. And trust me, I literally say to players out there, again, we all look after ourselves a lot better because of the information that's, that's now available to us. We know exactly what we have to do to, to make sure that we... Um, that we um, use all of our attributes to the best of our ability. And again, the competitiveness. I love the competitive nature of football. It's a it's a team sport and that's what I love. Also as well, that 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 one-on-one battle, you know, it's it's just something that that cannot be replicated at all for me. And that's the reason why I will continue to play football until I don't even know I, I literally you know thought by by you know I don't know by 38 I would have just packed it in oh no I'm going strong like try 38 times times two honestly I'm I literally love it I absolutely love it and you know I'm I'm gonna be doing yeah I'm gonna be doing a lot more vets football i'm going to be focusing a lot more on on the journeys on the journey of of like a lot of vets teams there's um, literally going to be content dedicated to vets not saying i'm going to be neglecting my kind of open edge community because i love you guys honestly and like thank you to 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 everyone that's actually supporting me from the get go However, my vets family is growing. My vets family are, are supporting me. I get DMs almost every other day from someone from like vets saying thank you. I have to be one of the spokespeople for vets football. So hopefully that kind of sums up my like feeling regarding vets in terms of who I think is going to win um, the divisions. I can only speak on Division 1 and Division 2 uh, of the league that I play in. Division 1, I would say, you know, even if Charcoal lose a game or two, I think it's Charcoal's league to lose. You know, they have kind of, you know, come in come straight into a division and they've and like they've set footballing standards that people just have to have to try and reach they have to try and try and reach that even if they lose one or two games i still think they're going to be um too strong for for like the likes of glebe who who are formerly known as warm bells right now definitely you know Definitely, definitely one of um, like the te- like teams next year to to actually watch out for Glebe. 
LSU, I literally said from the get-go, they were, they were like my like favourites. But they need more consistency. They like need, you know, the, you know, everyone's singing from the same hymn sheet. They need people to be singing from the same hymn sheet. Even if certain things are not going their way, they have to get everyone on the same hymn sheet. I think Charcoal, even if they lose a game or two, they know exactly what they have to do. In Division 2, Independent, 100%. Independent right now uh, are unbeaten. We are we are unbeaten. And our closest rivals right now are uh, Santos, who, who are, you know, again, a great football inside. And, it, you know, again, you know, I... You know, I can't see anyone else separating those two teams regarding going up to Division 1. But in terms of winning it outright, it's going to be independent, 100%. We've got a team bonding. like We've like been together for X amount of years. Uh, we know how to win games ugly. We know how to mix it. We know how to play that, that expansive football. And again, you know, you can't buy that. You know, um, not everyone's played at pro pro level, but you know, everyone believes in the process, and everyone knows each knows each other's game, which is the most important thing more than anything else. But again, it, you know, I'm just kind of looking at this as as a kind of win for everyone. It is a win for everyone. Everyone that's on social media, like that kind of active accounts, you know, I've named a lot of them already. Uh, Catford, Independent, um, Aztec, um, Hollington, Charcoal, Glebe, Santos. I've named Santos already. Um, we are all active on social media and like we're all bringing up the, the awareness of Vets football. So please, guys, go and find out more about your vets. If you need more information about vets, let me know. I am here to to hopefully inspire you guys, to educate you guys. I don't know everything. Because again, I, you know, 100%, I wasn't really looking at the vets. And there's me as a content creator. Or I wasn't even looking at like the vets league until, until this year. So... Go and support your local vets team, or you know if you or like if there's not one around you, and there's players of a certain age, you know you got to be 35 plus. Go and form a team. Trust me, you will you will not be disappointed. And again, it's just a different, it's a kind of different connection. It's a kind of different connection to like football, because because again, I I also believe that you know um, even in the professional game. That you know, after thirty five, thirty six, you are looked upon as as uh, baggage or old news, which which is not true. Which is not true. We are young men. We still have journeys that a lot of us are even starting right now, in and out of football. We have responsibilities. Yes, we have certain things that we have to do. Yes, like. Yes, we, we like may not have the freedom that we did when we was in our teens or twenties. So playing football for some players is the only form of exercise. It's the only form of release. 
So, you know, you see the passion on the sideline. You, you, you know, like you may see a crazy tackle. You, like you may see a crazy run. It's just a different feel. And literally I can't speak highly of, you know, of everyone that's kind of pulling it in the same, that's pulling the same way in Vets football. 28 minutes. I think I've done pretty well. Thank you guys for listening. My name is Tabriz. Please like and subscribe to all of the platforms that I'm on. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. Please DM me and also follow the Selk podcast as well. Thank you for letting me ramble and thank you for not editing out anything that I've just said. (laughs) Have a great day. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.